Hello, everybody, and welcome to Talk to the Animals, a quick taster for all of you that um, are interested in this little specialty branch of access consciousness. Talk to the Animals has been uh, something that Gary Douglas basically has introduced quite a while ago when he first started um, the, doing the access tools. Somebody asked him if they work on animals as well. And Gary answers everything by energy. And he said, yes. And then he was like, they do. He actually didn't know um, prior to that because he hadn't asked the question. Nobody else had asked the question. And so it was really interesting for him to see that a lot of these tools apply to animals as well. And so what basically um, the, the good news is about all of this is that we can change things for animals just like we can change them for people when there is stuff going on. And the biggest difference really between the issues that animals have and that people have is that animals don't have considerations about the stuff that's going on for them in the sense that they don't they don't analyze it, they don't go into the whys and all of that. It's just that they may have an issue for whatever reason. And then when they see that they can let go of the issue, they let it go. So it's, it's a little bit different that way than when we're dealing with people. And also animals, of course, have a lot of interaction with their owners. And so if their owner has a point of view or has something going on, the animal can also pick that up. But I just wanted to throw that in in the beginning because Talk to the Animals is a specialty of access consciousness and we are using the tools from access in this specialty training. So this is very different from any other animal communication class that you have ever taken because a lot of it here has to do with getting rid of your points of views about animals, your points of views about what is animal communication, your points of views about what are animals, and also really getting you out of anything that you have as a preconceived idea about living with animals. Like what is it really truly to live with animals from the space of interesting point of view? What if you truly had no more point of view about what was going on? What if you had no more projections onto your animals? What if you had no more expectations of your animals? What could truly occur if you were willing to receive the whispers of this particular conversation without a preconceived idea or point of view that you might already have decided. So everything that is times a gazillion, will you just join on creative please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So truly, I've been so excited for this talk to the animals for so many years, just because it has been such a different way to really explore the tools of access and also really receiving more and more information about animals and what they are communicating. And also like, what are animals to you? A lot of times see animals as something that is greater than them. 
because you know my animal is conscious so my animal knows more than me or or it's the other way around you know a lot of people see animals as the lesser beings the dumber things that we can basically we have to do everything for them we have to um, you know usher them along like a little child because they don't know what they're doing and they're, they're too stupid to make choices neither one of those is correct and what if that also could be one of the big myths that we are busting in this class is what are animals really what are they representing to you and how could that also be in a way that you can receive from them when they are giving you something that is a wisdom of sorts and also how can you how can you be more of a, a guidance for them when they require it so what if neither one was basically a conclusion that you had about any of this living with animals you know so what conclusions do you have about living with animals and everything that is times a gazillion will you destroy and uncreate it please right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds so again what conclusions do you have about animal communication? And everything that is, times a gazillion, will you just turn on creative, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And even right now, lower your barriers. How many barriers do you have that are preventing you from hearing, perceiving, being aware of? the animals around you. So will you lower those barriers now? Will you push them down now? And some of you might be saying, no, I don't want to push them down because then I'm aware of all the suffering that goes on on planet Earth, all the animals that are suffering right now. I don't want to know about this. So I don't want to push my barriers down. So everything that is times a gazillion, will you just turn on creative, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So are you willing to push your barriers down right now? So push them down. And push them down more. And how vulnerable can you be with the energies around you? So everywhere also you have decided that you don't know how to receive from an animal. Will you just turn on create all that, please? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And also what have you decided about what animal communication is and how you receive those whispers from an animal have you decided that you have to hear it have you decided that your animal has to sit in front of you and you know communicate with you rawr, 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 or meow meow brr, brr. you know all of that times a gazillion will you destroy non creative please <laughs> right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds so what have you decided all of this looks like feels like sounds like everything that is times a gazillion will you just join on creative please 
right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Where are you receiving this, con this conversation right now and you haven't acknowledged yourself for it? So truly, where are you receiving conversation right now that you have not yet acknowledged yourself for it? Everything that is times a gazillion, will you just join on creative, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what if you lowered your barriers even more and more and more and what could you receive? What if it really was that simple? What if you really just were willing to open this part of the conversation? And when did you choose to shut the off this conversation? When did you decide that you didn't want to hear this part of the conversation anymore? And everything that is times a gazillion, will you just join on creative, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what is it truly that you have decided about animal communication that is not true? Everything that is times a gazillion, will you just join on creative, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <laughs> and Yolanda says, oh, we have participants that haven't done access yet. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> well, your life just changed. <laughs> so let me just tell you. So this weird stuff that I am saying, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds, is the clearing statement of access consciousness. The clearing statement is basically asking the energy to go back to wherever you have created the limitation you are currently functioning from, whether that is last week, last year, or a hundred million years ago does not make any difference. Because when Gary Douglas, the founder of access consciousness first started with this work, it took a long time to basically create what this short phrase is creating now, energetically unwinding and finding, so to, so to speak, the, the way to wherever that limitation was created. And now it is just a very short sentence. So it's become this very short speak that allows us to eliminate whatever the creation of the limitation was with just using that phrase. Now, every time you use that phrase, a lot of things just crumble. It's like pulling out the bottom card of a house of cards and all of a sudden everything just goes and it disappears. If you have a very, very, very strong point of view about something, if you have decided you have something right, these are usually the ones that you wanna hold on to. You wanna hold on to whatever it is you've decided is right. So sometimes 
running this once may not completely eradicate all your points of views that you have taken about this particular issue. But if you keep running this clearing statement about issues that you have in any part of your life, things are going to change. And you may not even know exactly why and what is changing, and it's also not important. The main thing is things are changing. And that's always the, the good news, and that's always what fascinates me the most is how much can change in a half hour conversation or in just a little bit of running clearings, how much can truly just dissipate and disappear from your life. So um, this is really truly what the tools are of access consciousness is partially we ask questions and we run this clearing to dissipate and to destroy and uncreate anywhere that you have taken a fixed point of view or anywhere that you have used some kind of conclusion or decision to limit you or others. And that can include your animals. Your animals can also be limited by a point of view that you have taken just as much as it can limit them if they have taken a decision and they're living by that decision. For example, if an animal decides in any lifetime that they are no longer trusting people because they had really bad experiences with them, they may come into this lifetime having that decision and deciding that I will not trust people. And no matter how much you will train this animal or you try to build trust, it will get better, it will get better, it will get better, but it will never totally go away. I have met many animals where they were close to trusting, but not trusting. And when you start to run these clearings, it can really change the animal to where they trust people again. Because just like with us, anytime you make a decision, anytime you come to a conclusion, it is like putting blinders on a horse. All of a sudden, all you can see is this much. And once you have this, you cannot really see anything that's around you anymore. So with the clearing statement, we are taking the blinders off. Cool. I'm <laughs> sorry, Yolanda, I didn't see that earlier, but I hope that this is just giving you a little bit more of an insight to why I obsessively use this because it is really truly such an amazing tool. And what does it mean to lower your barriers, Yolanda is asking? Well, <laughs> just right now, even perceive, where do you have your walls up? Where do you have a barrier? So for example, when I talk right now, since you all are here, you probably are here because you like animals. You're here because you have an interest in animals and communication to animals. So how many barriers do you have up towards animal abuse? Do you want to know about animal abuse? Or do you say, oh, no, I don't want to know about this. I'm having my barriers up. I'm not, I'm not, nope, nope. Mm, mm, mm. So, what does it mean to lower those barriers? Basically, it's a choice. 
So right now you can choose to keep the wall up, but you could also choose to push it down. And how do you do that? Just do it. Just right now, do it. Okay, I'm pushing the barrier down. Push it down. Harder. Come on, you can do it. You're not pathetic. Push. Uh, push. <laughs> For some of you, some of those issues where you have barriers to, it seems like you have decided, no, I built this wall to protect myself. I do not wish to push this wall down. I do not wish to lower this barrier because I, my sense is that I'm going to get hurt. But what if that was not true either? Gary Douglas always says that awareness is your number one tool to basically be safe. You know, and there isn't really any safety anywhere in the world, truly. You know, what is safety anyway? But if you're willing to be vulnerable, meaning you have no barriers, you actually have more awareness. And with that, you have more safety than if you build walls around you. I know this seems completely opposite of what everyone is saying. And yet, when you start to push your barriers down, you will recognize that you're not getting hurt more, you're getting hurt less. Because all of a sudden you can perceive when somebody else is doing something that isn't working for you, you're like, oh, this is interesting. What are they doing? So you will actually have more awareness rather than more walls, thicker walls, thicker walls, thicker walls, where you can no longer perceive when something is coming. So again, everything that lets you keep your walls and all the reasons and justifications that you have about your walls, when it comes to animals, will you just try and create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So, um, <laughs> so two great questions here in the chat. I'm going to use the second one first because we were just on the clearing statement a little while ago. Did you say run the clearing statement on animals or the owner? And I'm just going to say, yes. Run the clearing statement. Yes. Run it, run it, run it <laughs> on everything that's going on. Um, you cannot do anything bad with the clearing statement. You cannot harm anybody by running the clearing statement. The clearing statement always will give you more awareness. It will take away all the limitations that you have. And so running the clearing statement on anything can only create something greater in terms of your awareness. It will never destroy you. So run the clearing statement. You cannot do anything wrong with it, truly. Um, and somebody else is saying, one question, so do animals have a point of view? 
do they have a point of view about something? I would say it's a slight bit different than what we would call a point of view. So when we as people take a point of view, we often take it because we have a reason and justification. We come to some kind of a conclusion because of our logical mind. We have logically figured out why we should have this point of view about something. Um, animals, it's more like they make a decision. So they go, oh, I've been hurt by people. Now I'm not going to trust them. Or, you know, I fell into this ditch. So now I'm going to make a really big, I'm, I'm going to walk around this. So it's not so much that they all of a sudden have a point of view about the ditch. It's more like, nope, I'm deciding not to do this again. So I'm going to avoid it. And with that decision about whatever avoidance can also come a limitation. Because if the animal decides that basically every time there is a puddle, let's say a horse stepped into a puddle, like a water, and, you know, horses actually a lot of times don't like stepping into water anyway, because they don't know what it is and they think they might fall into it and they might drown in it and all this kind of stuff that goes on for them. But it's not because they have a point of view about it. It's really more because they cannot really see it well in that sense and they can't really, they don't know what it is. And so their point of view is, well, I better run away. A horse's point of view is, hey, if I run really fast, at least... I'm out of the way of this thing and I don't have to deal with it. That's basically a, a horse's point of view. So you have to let them know, hey, you know what? A puddle is not the end of the world. And you can also trust me with this and I will help you through it and I will allow, I will check it out for you basically. So allowing the animal also to see you as the leader and as the one that is guiding them can really give an animal a totally different perspective. But in that sense, still, they don't really have a point of view. So, um, <laughs> and then, um, cool, I like you guys' questions. So I'm, I'm just going with the question at this moment. So um, can we run bars on animals? So if there are lots of people on the line that don't even know what axis is, they don't know what the bars are, what are the bars? So the bars are these points on the head that we can uh, basically touch gently and dissipate a lot of our thoughts, feelings, and emotions from our lives. And this is what we do on people. Animals do not have bars. Um, Gary always says animals aren't as stupid as we, so they don't require bars. They don't have them. <laughs> so, um, and animals like to be touched because a lot of times people say, well, if animals don't have bars, so why do they relax when I touch them on the head? Well, whatever energy you're being when you normally run bars, if you are all of a sudden being that energy with an animal while you're touching them anywhere, they would also perceive that space that you are being with that. Because when we run bars, they also run on us. And so when you've run a lot of bars and you are now deciding, I'm going to run bars on my animal, what space are you becoming in that moment? And is your, is your animal just enjoying that space? Because when we run bars on people, we eliminate thoughts. 
people that get their bars run usually relax because all of their thoughts kind of go away and so it gives um, them a sense of relaxation and peace and calm and that's why when people run bars on each other and they have animals around a lot of times the animals come they will lay under the massage table. They will lay on top of the person. And we've even seen it where people do um, bars in a horse paddock and the horses are standing around and falling asleep or standing next to the people, putting their head on, on, on their body and just resting and all these things. Why? Because all of a sudden our thought process, process is dissipating and we are a lot of space. And the animals are like, ah, oh, thank goodness. Because you know what it is like for an animal to have you around? Watch out. It's like this. For the most part. Because <laughs> we have so many thoughts, feelings, and emotions going on all the time. And most animals have to get used to that. And some animals will never get used to that. Some animals always look at us like, ah, what is going on? But when you're running bars, you become a different space. All of a sudden you have space and your thoughts are gone. And the animals are like, oh, that is so nice. Thank you. I like being around you when you're running bars. Oh, it is so relaxing. So. Everything matters times a gazillion. Will you destroy non creative, please? <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So cool. Um, yeah, I really just wanted to give you guys a little taste and an idea what these talk to the animals classes might be all about. If you're coming to a live class, which is a two day class, you get to basically have a lot of interactions for two days. You get to ask a lot of questions and you get to practice quite a bit. And on the telecall, it's similar. We are not together in a classroom, but yet you still get to practice and you still get to play um, with each other's animals, with pictures, with situations, with all sorts of things. Um, you do get a manual, so you will have a handbook that you can use forever and ever that has a lot of the tools in it. And even if you never ever have any intention to come to a Talk to the Animals class, please buy the book Talk to the Animals by um, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. It is an amazing book and a lot of people use the tools in that book with their animals all the time. And there's a lot of tools in there. So please check it out. And of course, um, I also do um, monthly things um, in German uh, that ha and French that have to do with animals that are free. Um, I do occasional stuff in English that I put out there that is free that has to do with all of this. So please, just keep looking around and see what I do. If you're interested in what um, I have to say, <laughs> you can find me, of course, also in other languages. I've done uh, quite a lot of things also translated. So check out my YouTube channel or check out my website, whatever, uh, whatever actually just, you know, sparks you. And um, yeah. Can I, I ask a question? Sorry. Oh, sure. 
So there is a question in Spanish. They say it's just for uh, domestic animals or is for any kind of animal? Hmm, that's a great question. Thank you, Elena. So yes, um, these classes are literally for any animal. Also the animal called your husband. <laughs> I am kidding, but I know a lot of people say that after coming to these classes, they have had more ease with their spouse and this goes for, of course, your wife too. I just know most of the time there's more women, so I made that joke. But sorry guys, this is not against men or for women or any of these things. It's like every, uh, we are animals too. And a lot of times our communication is way, well, our spoken word and the things that we like to communicate is oftentimes way different. And so the more that you are getting the perception of the un unspoken word, which is really what we're going to be practicing in these classes is to get more of a sense about what is not spoken. So the energetic communication that is going on, the easier it will be for you to actually have communication with anybody around you. So whether that's a person or animals or anything, even situations. So this may sound a little strange, but I've had a lot of feedback from people that say their communication skills have improved across the board with their children, with their partners, with really at work. So yeah, so this is not limited to animals. This is really truly a possibility for you to sharpen your awareness and sharpen your skills in the perception of energy as a whole. So if that is of interest to you, then please check this out. And I hope also that this little conversation now has been a contribution to you. And what else is truly possible if you are willing to receive? So thank you so much for being here today and tonight or in the morning, whatever time it was for you guys. And thank you so much for your interest in this. And I hope to meet you one day somewhere in a class or anywhere. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye.